0: Hello and welcome to Level 1 of 3 Extra Lifes. A video game and trivia podcast. My name is Tom Knight and welcome! This is the first ever episode. I'm really glad to have you here. I hope you checked out the little press start episode that I pushed just before this, telling you a little bit more about what I hope to achieve with the show, what the show is going to be about should definitely check that out if you haven't so you can understand what this show is going to be about or you could just not do that and you could just listen to this episode and make your own mind up. Before I get started into my segments, I'd really love to encourage you to go give 3 Extra Lives a like on Facebook or a follow on Twitter. You can keep updated with everything that's going to be happening with the show. You can leave feedback, you can tell me I'm doing things wrong, I'm doing things right. I'd really appreciate if you could do that, and yeah, let's let's get into this. Let's start three extra life. <laughs> so my first ever segment of three extra lives. It's gonna be about a very famous wizard. Do you know what wizard it is? Harry Potter. That's right, <laughs> Harry Potter. Because we've all got a bit of Potter inside of us somewhere. You you might not know it yet, but you do. Anyway, why do I bring up Harry Potter? It's because we are getting. A mobile Harry Potter game. It's gonna be called Wizards Unite and you might have heard rumblings of a Pokemon Go Fantastic Beasts game created by Niantic who make the Pokemon Go game and this is something that we've heard whispers of probably since Pokemon Go and Fantastic Beasts came out in 2016 and we finally got more information about this game and it was supposed to come out last year but it's been pushed into 2019 so we'll definitely see it this year. Reading more information about it on the official site for Wizards Unite, you kind of get an idea of what the game is going to play like and there is a lot of similarities to Pokemon Go if you've played that. I know I have. I've spent a lot of hours pounding the pavements, collecting Pokemon, battling in raids and spinning Pokemon stops but what exactly is the game? going to be about are we going to be catching beasts are we going to be building up that collection no I think that's something I expected the game to be that we were going to be out there collecting the various beasts that Newt Scamander does when he's got his magical suitcase full of wondrous creatures but no this is going to be focusing on something called the calamity and this has happened to the wizarding world basically it it means people Memories, artifacts, they're all starting to appear in the Muggle world. That's our world, guys. That's our world. When we're going to be out in this world, we're going to find these. We're going to find these memories, these people, and we have to send them back to the Wizarding World because if the Muggles start seeing all this stuff, they're going to be like, hey, what's going on? So we have to protect the secrets. So they say these events, let's call them, they're going to be called Foundables. So once we've sent them back to the Wizarding World, we're going to get a little reward for that. But to do that, we need to cast magic and to cast magic, we need spell energy, of course, obviously. To collect spell energy, we need to eat and drink and we can do that at various inns and locations. You know, think PokéStops where you spin and you get some Pokéballs. Balls. This is going to be where we visit certain locations and we can replenish that energy so we can cast spells so we continue to locate these foundables and send them back to where they belong. And there's also going to be fortresses, which if you've played Pokemon Go, think raids, where we're going to be encountering Death Eaters or werewolves. With that comes a greater perhaps customization than Pokemon Go, where we're going to be able to choose our magical specialization. And perhaps there's going to be a bit more RPG elements that we haven't seen in Pokemon Go. And I have, for one, I'm hoping there is a bit more depth to this game Compared to Pokemon Go, I I still love Pokemon Go, I still play it. But I think if I'm to maybe play Wizards Unite, that I need something extra, something a bit different, that plays a bit different, that isn't just that complete reskin. So I I feel like what we've heard about this initial list of features sounds really interesting. If you're a Harry Potter fan, you're obviously going to be all over this. There's obviously the similarities to pokemon go as well and that game has evolved over time and a lot of features that have come into pokemon go are going to start off in Wizard unite and i'm curious to see how these two games will exist in the same space because obviously pokemon go fans harry potter fans there's people that are dedicated To both of those causes and if the games aren't too different then I can see perhaps people not really wanting to switch been a devout player all these years but it's also going to open up a new portal to people that haven't been invested in Pokemon go but they do have a big interest in Harry Potter so just that dynamic alone will be fascinating to see how it all plays out anyway trivia time to end this segment I want you to name the shabby Inn which serves as an entrance to Diagon Alley. Did you get it? Did you get it? It was the leaky cauldron, of course. If you got it right, give yourself an extra life. Alright, on to the next segment. And this one's a bit random. I'm not much of a YouTuber, so... Imagine my surprise when I'm around my neighbor's house and we're watching YouTube, it's something my neighbors do a lot, and suddenly, Jack Black is on the TV. Like what is Jack Black doing here? What? Why is Jack Black on YouTube? Not that crazy, right? But it turns out, Jack Black has started his own YouTube channel. His own video game YouTube channel. And it's called... This is my new YouTube channel, Jablinski. Yeah, Jablinski Games. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's sort of a play on his name. Jablinski. That's that's what I'm getting from that anyway. I watched a few videos and... I don't know. There's something about Jack Black that I just... I can't not like him. He's like this huge kid. (laughs) He's just loving life. He's playing video games. He's eating lots of food. He's trying to get in shape for his next movie role, and he's out there with his with his sons, and, and he's editing this for him, and it's going up every Friday. It's more like a video blog of just Jack Black's life, I think, more so than just specific video games, and I know there was a lot of flack he was getting, Jack Black flack, because there wasn't much video games happening in his initial videos. But he's done a few, he's done a Let's Play through of Brutal Legends which it was an actual game he was in. That's pretty meta. And there's also, also right now he's filming Jumanji 2, which I guess really it's Jumanji 3, but it's Jumanji 2 of the of the remakes. You get that? And he's there with Karen Gillen and they were playing some Crash Bandicoot remastered together and just talking about the game, talking about the movie. And it's pretty laid back and just, I just don't think Jack Black really cares too much. It's just like, he's just doing his thing. It seems like he's not really trying and therefore it's kind of his thing. And it just seems to work. He's not really caring about what the video titles are called. It's just pretty basic stuff. His YouTube icon, you wouldn't even know it's him. It's just really funny. I don't know. I've- I've, I've warned to it. I'm not a big person that would watch YouTubers and fall into that. And you're probably saying, well, Tom, you said this... The show was going to be more about the underdogs, and I get that. I get that. But 16 year old Tom really loved Tenacious D and has always kind of liked Jack Black without really knowing so. And when I was watching these videos, just. Jack Black sitting on his sofa playing some Angry Birds on his mobile and just seeing somebody enjoy video games, to me that's a good thing, that's a good thing to celebrate and when videos like that are positive, to me it's sending a message that this is someone that loves video games, watch them enjoy video games and I'm all for promoting that. So good on you Jack Black and I'm looking forward to seeing what more crazy wacky stuff you get up to on your movie sets and just in your real life. Okay, trivia time. Here we go guys. This one's a bit of a stretch, but you'll you'll understand when I ask you. Finish the title of this 2013 game. Assassin's Creed 4 Black blank. Fill in the blank, guys. The answer, of course, was Flag, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, Black Jack, Black Jack, Jack Black. Did you see what I did there? Yeah, okay. Let's move on to the final segment of the level. And we, I say we, I say I, I'm talking about No Man's Sky. Or should I say Every Man's Sky now? Because we've had a update from creator Sean Murray from Hello Games. And he's saying that this summer we are going to have three updates for no man's sky but instead of three updates it's just going to be one major update and it's called no man's sky beyond so we don't know too much about this yet but what we do know is the first part of that huge update is going to be something called no man's sky online and this is going to include a radical new social and multiplayer experience which empowers players everywhere in the universe to meet and play together. That's a pretty big statement right there. That's, that's getting me all excited inside uh, to hear that. I've played a lot of No Man's Sky since I didn't play it on launch. And obviously there was the, the drama surrounding the launch. There was a lot of unrest about the launch and I fully understand the implications of everything that happened with that. However that was three years ago, again 2016, a lot of stuff seemed to happen that year. But since then we've had the Atlas Rises update in 2017 which is the time I came into the game and I thought at that point they had turned a lot of the things around by then after a year. Obviously last year we had the next update which included multiplayer aspects and now we're going to be moving on into a No Man's Sky Online. Sean Murray is saying that this is not going to be an MMO, this is not going to be something where you're gonna to have to subscribe to you're not gonna to need to pay for microtransactions. it's something hello games have continually stated since the game launched and I think they obviously know that they wronged a lot of people on launch and they've worked really hard to turn this around and I think we are and we've probably been at that point for a while now where we can say look they messed up they messed up on launch but look how much work they're putting into this game They're not asking for anything, they're dedicated to this game. It's obviously a huge passion project for Sean Murray and his team. And I really appreciate what they've done to turn this game around. And so No Man's Sky Online. This is intriguing to me because obviously No Man's Sky is a procedurally generated universe. It's a massive, massive thing that you can't even put into words really how big this game is with regards to solar systems and planets, there's just so much that it's even stated that if you played this game from now until forever, you probably wouldn't uncover everything. You wouldn't see everything. It's just such a grand scale of everything. And I'm really interested to know what this online part of the game will turn into. Are we going to see an upgraded system to the combat or are we going to see Towns? Are we going to see civilizations? Are we going to see some RPG elements rolled into there? Are we going to see events happening in the world? Right now, No Man's Sky, it's pretty, it's pretty barren when it comes to things actually happening. There is a real sense of, of awe when you're exploring planets. I mean, the the game itself is breathtaking. You can see some incredible sights on various planets with the alignments of the moons and just everything like that. It's a really magical game. I think if you have that imagination as well of just being this remote astronaut on a planet somewhere and you're gathering resources, maybe you're building a base, but the whole online aspect could totally change that. And I'm not saying that is something that could change for the better as well, because I know there's people out there that enjoy that solo aspect of just being by themselves and building their base and just surviving alone but at the same time part of me is really excited to know that could we play this online could we be at a stage where we're exploring procedurally generated caves and suddenly monsters appear and they've revamped the combat system and we're going in there and we're exploring a dungeon that's never been explored before and we don't even know the layout we don't know the creatures we don't know what is actually in there and we don't know what rewards are in there as well. Things like that really excite me when it comes to talking about No Man's Sky because I know they have this element of procedural generation, they have it with the planets, the creatures, the landscape, everything is procedurally generated so everything is different and this could open up a host of different aspects in an online game that we've never seen before because these days if you play an MMO even though this isn't going to be an MMO. You generally know how to play the game, you go to a dungeon and you know what enemies are going to be there, you know how that's going to play out, you can read a guide, but if this was to go the way in No Man's Sky, everywhere you went would be different, nobody would know what to expect and I think that really captures what it would be like to explore space to be on a planet. That you've never been before that you have no information about and you just have to explore and you work it out as you're there i'm really excited let's just say that i'm really excited and i can't wait for the summer i can't wait to find out what these other two updates are going to be alongside no man's sky online if you're playing no man's sky right now you're probably pretty hyped as well and if it's a game you haven't checked out yet it's a game that you've always kind of said yeah i might one day or i've heard about what went on at launch i don't want to touch that." Maybe give it a chance, maybe check it out. I would 100% recommend picking this game up. Probably wait till the summer, see what everything's going to happen here. Pick it up on sale and lose yourself in space. Okay, trivia time to finish off this final segment. What year did iconic arcade classic Space Invaders initially release? Yeah, sorry guys, you're getting a hard one to finish on. And the year was 1978. Well done if you got that. I did save the trickiest question till last. And give yourself an extra life. So that is the end of this level, of this episode. The first ever of 3 Extra Lives. I hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure you're subscribed on your podcast catchers. And... Like I said at the start, give us a follow on social media at 3 extra Lives, and let me know how many extra lives you got in this episode. I only got two and I wrote the questions. I'm really looking forward to putting out more of these episodes, talking about games that are getting me excited, talking about video game stories that have come to my attention but aren't quite at the top of your video game news websites. I'm, I'm the one scrolling down a bit, you know, halfway down the page, Maybe clicking to page six. I'm I'm not looking for the headline stuff, but I'm really, really enjoying just getting an opportunity to talk about video games with you guys. And that is it. Thank you for listening, and I will see you in level two. By Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at DragonPoweredStudio.com.